0: morning, everybody. Thank you for being here again today. Go ahead and like and share the post and then grab your Bible and turn with me to the 102nd Psalm. will be picking up there in this um, interesting uh, Psalm this morning while you're finding your place uh, there uh, in the 102nd Psalm. Uh, let me give you a little bit of uh, background uh, on this uh, on this Psalm. It's a little bit um, unique Uh, This is what is known as, um, and I'm going to butcher the word, uh, it is known as a penitential uh, psalm. Uh, It is one expressing uh, confession, asking for forgiveness, although curiously when you read the psalm, uh, there's real real personal um, penance done here. Uh, It's more of a national uh, psalm which leads us to the discussion then of who actually uh, authored uh, the psalm Uh, because of the nature uh, of the psalm and the words in it uh, it is uh, pretty apparent uh, that the psalm was uh, again most people agree when it was written uh, which leads us into a couple options for uh, the author Uh, most people agree that it was uh, written near the end uh, of the uh, Babylonian uh, captivity and exile. Uh, and because of that, uh, it has um, drawn uh, Several authors are uh, mentioned as possibilities uh, for these words. One of the most interesting uh, theories is that uh, four authors wrote uh, different parts of the psalm at different times. Um, and the idea there is that um, as, the, as the Babylonian exile was uh, coming to an end, the first section was written uh, by Ezra. Uh, then the next two sections were um, written by um, unknown um, authors and then finally um, the uh, uh, again, or excuse me. The first section was written by uh, by Hezekiah, um, and then the last section, uh, the middle two were written uh, by unknown um, authors, and then Ezra writes the final. Uh, section. Um, and I agree with um, one commentator who says, this seems awful complicated. Um, and so the one of the common theories then uh, is that Daniel, actually, probably not who we think of as writing psalms, uh, wrote the entire psalm. He just wrote it at. He wrote parts of it at different times uh, during uh, the captivity, um, and that would um, that that would make a good sense. Daniel was very um, interested and concerned about the nation, and so that uh, Daniel just would seem to be a a good. A uh, good candidate, uh, to be the author of this psalm. Uh, notice the superscription. It says it is a prayer of the afflicted when he is overwhelmed and pours out his complaint before the Lord. Uh, and most of us at points and times in our life, uh, go through periods where, uh, we feel, um, afflicted and sometimes they are, um, extended periods of time where we feel that way, and so, uh, and and then there are some people who go through, um, have uh, situations in their life that they know, you know, particularly I can think of health situations, uh, where they know they're not going to get better, Uh, and so, uh, unless God miraculously uh, steps in, Uh, and so this psalm is written for um for that kind of person for somebody who is going through uh one of those times much like again Israel would have felt uh during their uh Babylonian uh captivity and um so uh as we dig into this psalm again it's uh, uh another one of those that's good kind of to file back as I've said before in your well uh to uh to remember uh, to be able to refer back to when you're when you're going through uh, just those uh, types uh, of situations in your life. And so let's jump into the psalm, uh, beginning in verse one here. Uh, it says, hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come unto thee. Hide not thy face from me in the day when I am in trouble. Incline thine ear into, unto me in the day when I call. Answer me speedily. Uh, and so again, we see this model that we've seen uh, numerous times uh, throughout the Psalms uh, where the, the model, uh, the, the lesson we see uh, the pattern is that um, that he calls out to the Lord. Um, uh, again, unfortunately, uh, I think all of us, Uh, at times uh, have uh, circumstances come into our life and we try to uh, handle them ourselves. We uh, turn to all kinds of places for uh, relief and for assistance, Uh, but over and over again we have seen in the psalm that the model, uh, the pattern uh, of the psalm uh, the psalmist are to go directly uh, to the Lord to go to him quickly to go to him uh, in desperation to cry out uh, to to give him uh, to share with him to tell him uh, our burden to uh, to describe uh, the suffering we're going to see him uh, in this uh, in this psalm he uh, plainly and clearly uh, describes uh, the circumstance and what was uh, what was uh, what he was up against and the dilemma uh, that he found himself in, uh, and so he says, hear, O Lord, uh, and uh, don't let my cry and let my cry come unto thee." Um, and so the psalmist, um, I think, was in a position like uh, many of us. Uh, you know, we may not want to. Uh, admit such feelings, um, but the psalmist was in a situation where he felt like uh, God was ignoring him, uh, where God was not uh, paying any uh, attention to his uh, dilemma, to his suffering. Um, And so he comes uh, and, and asks God to hear His prayer, you know, most of the time when we pray, and and I I point that out because most of the time when we pray, I don't think we even uh, give thought to saying, Lord, hear my prayer. We just start praying. And so obviously, for, in, in my view of looking at this, and he says, hear my prayer and let my cry come to you. Um, and then it, I think it's further um, seen in verse two when he says, don't hide your face from me when I'm in trouble, lean your ear to me. Everything about those first two verses, um, asking him to hear his prayer, asking him to let his cry, basically let my, you know, let my prayer in. Um, let, let it, uh, let my prayer come in. Don't hide your face from me. Quit, you know, lean over so you can hear me. Everything about this prayer, uh, about these opening two verses says the psalmist felt like, uh, again, that God was, um, was, um, was was ignoring uh, or unaware uh, of uh, of uh, of his situation, and so he begs God uh, not to uh, ignore him. Uh, and so he is in a desperate situation, and he begs God uh, to hear him. And so uh, again, we see this pattern. We see this lesson. Once again, uh, I think if we haven't learned anything else in 101 uh, Psalms and two verses, uh, we, should, uh, we should be grasping uh, this lesson by now. Uh, the importance uh, of going to the Lord uh, with our burdens, uh, going plainly to Him, going clearly to Him going first to him. Um, you know, you, you could make a, a sermon outline uh, out, out, of, uh, out of what we have learned in that regard. And so uh, this morning, uh, as um, you start out your day uh, still early in the week, let me just uh, encourage you, um, as um, many of our old hymns say, uh, to take your burden to the Lord. Uh, the one hymn in particular says, take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. Um, and so we, we, again, we learn that lesson. This psalmist, uh, whoever this anonymous psalmist is, uh, once again teaches us the, um, uh, the importance uh, and, and the ability we have I think that's important for us to learn as well, uh, that we don't read, you know, verse 3 doesn't read, and God struck him dead, um, or, you know, a lightning bolt hit him in the back of the head. Um, God doesn't, uh, doesn't uh, condemn him or punish him uh, for uh, for making this request, uh, and so God wants to hear. God uh, wants to hear from His people, and He's we, we He gives us the ability. Uh, he gives us the access. Uh, to be able to go before him, as, uh, as, as scripture says, to go boldly before him. Uh, we see at the crucifixion of Christ, we see the veil of the temple being torn uh, from top to bottom, giving us access uh, to the Father. And so uh, extremely uh, valuable lesson for us uh, to learn this morning that we have uh, the right, we have as the children of God, as sons of God, uh, we have the capability uh, and the, uh, the openness to be able to go uh, to God with our burdens. And so this morning, whatever, uh, whatever you're facing, um, maybe, and maybe today's not today, but uh, maybe a week or two, maybe a month or two, but somewhere down the road, remember uh, this, uh, this lesson. Remember, uh, again, um, be curious to go back and uh, count through these first 102 psalms just how many times they have started out in this manner of calling out to God uh, straight uh, the first thing uh, in the psalm. Uh, And so this morning, whatever it is that uh, is weighing on you, uh, that has you feeling afflicted and feeling abandoned, uh, I want you to know based on the authority of uh, God's Word and the pattern uh, that we see in the Psalms from a God who never changes. Uh, that you have the uh, access to be able to go boldly to the Father uh, and let your burdens be known to Him. All right, I hope that helps you a lot because uh, I can't tell you how many times I've, uh, like I said, I've done the same thing—just carried a burden and carried a burden. Uh, but uh, just remind you again of those old, old that old hymn: "Take your burden to the Lord." and leave it there. Have a great day. We'll see you back here first thing tomorrow morning.